Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast. I'm Bill Allen, and this is Matt Gunter. Together, we are breaking barriers through communication. Welcome to our 2021 Christmas episode number three. What we got today, Matt? Well, today uh, we are talking about all about Christmas traditions and some fun ones that we've had over the years. So, Bill, what's some of your favorite Christmas traditions that you guys do year in and year out? Let's see. We've talked about gifts. We've talked about food. We've talked about what else? We've lights the christmas lights mm. one of my one of my favorite traditions is going around looking at christmas lights uh, with the kids uh, of course hanging our own lights here at the house um uh just um oh, people are uh, creative with that stuff they, yeah. get, they get imaginative but i like the classic lights uh, we've got some some of the classic white bulbs on our house so oh yeah we've got a few colored lights on our on our door but uh, i think the driving around looking at lights is one of my favorites what about yeah. you and thinking about Christmas lights, it reminds me of the show, the, it's like the great Christmas light fight or oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah. They, people get crazy with that stuff. I'm actually a lot the same way. I love putting up the, uh, the decorations and stuff. Typically we do it the day after Thanksgiving and, uh, Rachel and I'll break out the tree and get all of our stuff. And, and over a, just a few hour period, our, our house turns into Christmas. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. That's, that's definitely one of my favorite things. Yeah. One of my favorite things is the Christmas throw up, taking a step back, taking a look at your house and just seeing everything Christmas. And it's just like Christmas just threw up all over the place. It's great. That's right. It's red and green and lights everywhere. It's great. That's right. It's great. So welcome in to the third Christmas episode of 2021. And uh, we're going to be talking about the hanging of the green. So the hanging of the green is a special service that uh, some churches do. The The one that we go to doesn't have a special service for it. But but depending on where you go, they have it. We used to and, have one at our old church, and it was really nice. Yeah, and it's, and it's a fun time where... You do basically that. You you deck out the church in all the greenery and the lights and the candles and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that we found is that there's a meaning behind all the different decorations. So everything from the Christmas tree to the lights and even the mistletoe have a special meaning for those who believe in Jesus. And uh, as Christians, we can things that help point us back to the reason for the season. Um, of course, not everybody that puts up decorations believes in all of the symbology of, of these different things, but we do. And so we're going to tell you a little bit about what those things mean to us. And so whether you've decorated for Christmas or you're just getting started, let this be a reminder while you're doing it of why we celebrate Christmas in the first place. And I hope, like you said, Matt, I hope it gives you a little more meaning when you, when you do put things up. Uh, in fact, I'm going to go back and listen to this podcast because we're diving into this a lot deeper than I ever have. Hmm. Um, and I'm going to go back after we've recorded and edited and released it. Uh, and I'm going to go back and listen to it with the kids and, and the family. And, and I don't know how much detail I've actually given them as to why we do different things. Yeah. This is a great opportunity to kind of show uh, it's not just about uh, pretty lights and, and, and gifts and, and all that. There's meaning behind all of it. That's right. So we're going to talk about uh, the Christmas tree first. That's typically the most traditional decoration that, um, what, I don't know, I'm just throwing out a number here, 90% of the world puts up. I would guess, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot. Um, yeah. So whether it's fake or real, um, we prefer a real tree. I know a lot of people, I think you just said you break out your Christmas yeah, tree. So yeah, we, you... <laughs> we, we break out the fake tree every year. <laughs> um, but it doesn't matter what it, whether it's fake or real, it still um, has a special meaning the typical Christmas tree is an evergreen tree. Um, now, of course, Matt's isn't because it's fake, but the typical <laughs> Christmas tree is an evergreen tree. It's 
green all year round. That's why it's called an evergreen. Um, it never changes color, no matter what's going on around it. It could be cold. It could be hot. Uh, now, you know, of course, if it dries out, it's gonna gonna get brown and start sure. flaking, yeah. as our tree does about January first. We right. get needles all over the place, but. So y'all forgive my voice uh, because it is uh, wintertime. The allergies are really kicking my behind right now. So um, this is my low gravelly voice voice for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, back to the point, the point uh, just like the Christmas tree is always green, uh, the thing that we can look at is that God's promises are always true, uh, always, um, no matter what's going on around us because of his love for us. So that's something that the Christmas tree represents. Um, and Romans eight thirty eight through 39 is a good verse for this. It says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So that's a good reminder every time we look at that tree that when it's still on its root and always green Mm -hmm. uh is is something that we can always hold on to that god's going to be there um just like that tree is always going to be green absolutely what a what a great promise um and like you said there are christmas trees everywhere so it's just a great reminder of of who he is um Mm -hmm. yeah the other greenery we use to decorate our homes and the church um is also evergreen and it points to the everlasting life we have in christ um you know the 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 rest of the greenery we have it's it's got a similar attribute in that uh it is always green standing firm and strong no matter what's going on around it as well and so this is a symbol uh, where whereas the tree is a symbol of god's faithfulness of god's everlasting love uh, the the rest of the greenery we use as a symbol for everlasting life in christ that when we accept him as lord and savior that that's what we have we have everlasting life and so we can look back to that as we see that as we put it up all around the church and we see in our homes we can we can be reminded that our lives are secure no matter what happens around us and nothing can take that away and kind of our verse to point back to that is john three sixteen says for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life and unlike a christmas tree uh the love that God has for us can't be cut down. That's right. So, you know, this is a good spot to actually bring up the Christmas tree, I think, that we talked about because it kind of segues into the next part of this. But the one of the traditions when we did the hanging of the green in our old church was the Christmas tree, and that's something that our family got the opportunity to uh, present, if you will, on a couple different years, a couple different occasions. And honestly, I can't remember what verse we read uh, for it, but the Christmas tree represented um, Christ himself. So in it, we, first of all, it was a huge tree. Um, it was a fake tree as well, but it was, a, it was probably a 10-foot tree, I guess. Wow. And it was covered in white lights. And um, underneath it, we put three gifts. And those represented the the wise men bringing the frankincense, gold, and myrrh as the gifts. Um, And the tree was decorated in gold. So that represented the birth of Christ, which is why we celebrate Christmas, right, as Christians. Then we also had a a white piece of linen that represented the empty tomb and Christ's Christ's death to ultimately come back and save us from, from that very same death. So that was pretty special to me to be able to present that tree and then our kids got to light it 
with uh, you know a little foot switch on the bottom <laughs> and, and made it as easy as possible for the little ones. But oh yeah, they were much younger, but they got to place the gifts under the tree. They got to place the linen under the tree as well with those gifts. Uh, so it just kind of took it off for full circle. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really cool tradition to make sure and point it back. Because something that, that we'll talk about some more with some of these other traditions as well is, you know, and not to jump too far ahead in the podcast, but we celebrate Christmas about the birth of Christ, but the birth of Christ isn't nearly as significant without the rest of the story as well, without talking about the resurrection on the other end of it that, that allows us to have eternal life. So it's really cool to, to have the Christmas, the Christmas tree and be able to mm-hmm. look at both sides of that story. Yeah. So I mentioned it earlier, some of our, one of our favorite things to talk about with Christmas decorations is the lights. People get crazy with the lights, lighting up their house and um, lighting up the tree and all of that. And, you know, whether it's lights on the tree or your house or it's a low candlelight at a Christmas Eve service, the lights that we see at Christmas time point back to Jesus um, being the light of the world. And, you know, we all know the world around us often tries to drag us down. There's all this negativity around us and uh, crazy stuff going on. But we know that if we've accepted Christ, that we have his light inside of us and we should be spreading that light. And so when we see the lights, around us as we drive around and see different homes lit up and whatnot, that it's a good reminder to us as Christians to be a light to the world and to shine Jesus' light out during Christmas time. Um, a verse that points to this is John eight twelve says, Jesus spoke to them again, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. So what I find interesting about the, the lights and the, the traditions of the lights is that all started with candles in the trees. Huh. Um, that's not very smart, no. but, but <laughs> they wanted to put candles in the trees to, uh, signify that light. And, uh, you know, come January 1st, when that thing's nothing but, uh, dried up needles. And I can imagine that was a huge fire hazard anyway. Um, <laughs> or a great bonfire. Or a great one bonfire. Of the two. Hey, that's what, that's what ours becomes every year. We have a great bonfire for new year's. It's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. The other thing that I didn't know this, Matt, and, and I think you found this, but when we when we think of mistletoe, um, who, who would have thought that's something that could be related to Christ? But <laughs> when we think of that, our minds go to, you know, I'm sure the romantic kissing under the mistletoe tradition. But apparently there could be a deeper meaning there. It was said that in ancient times when enemies met under the mistletoe, they set aside their weapons and declared a truce to bring in peace to the situation. Doubt that they were kissing under the mistletoe. So I don't know where we got that. But (laughs) um, similarly for us, uh, Jesus brings peace into our lives. Even during the craziest of times, we can have peace because we ultimately know how the story ends. John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful because without Jesus, uh, it's hard in, especially in today's world, it's hard to have, you know, that kind of peace. Yeah. That, that is kind of crazy. It makes me wonder how we transition from, you know, kind of a, a truce between enemies <laughs> to what it is now. Cause you can't watch a Christmas movie these days without some mistletoe popping up somewhere, uh, especially the Hallmark variety, but which is uh, hilarious because mistletoe is a fungus of a tree. <laughs> that's 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 even better that makes the whole thing even better yeah. um it's around here you find it on mesquite trees a lot and uh and it's it's not healthy but okay it's none of the fungus and that's it's a, poisonous 
I don't, oh. I don't get it. I don't get yeah. It. Somebody got that one mixed up, but yeah. But for, for the Christians, when we see the mistletoe, we can think about the peace we have in Christ and not about the fungus that it is on the trees. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, another one, Jingle Bells is an old classic at Christmas time. Uh, it's a song that I couldn't tell you how many times I've sung it and heard it and all that stuff, but, um, like five today for me, at least. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard somebody whistling it at the office today. You know, the bells that talks about that song represent the joy that we have in Christ. And Christmas is a time that we should be happy and joyful. Um, we should have a smile on our face. We should be, you know, grateful for what the Christmas season is all about. But fortunately, the weight of the world often finds a way to drag us down. And even during this happy season, and, and sometimes especially during this happy season, get caught up in the hustle and bustle of things and, and we're drugged down by it. But when we see the bells and we hear bells at Christmas time, it's a reminder to us that Jesus gives us joy that the world can never take away if only we keep our eyes on him. Uh, Luke 2, 10 through 11 says, But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the city of David, a Savior is born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And a little tidbit on that verse, that was um, the angels talking to shepherds. So you can imagine the shepherds are probably freaking out because this host of angels is coming down and saying, Hey, hey, you know, I'm I'm giving you good, no, good news of great joy. And they were probably terrified. But yeah. But remind them, hey, have joy. It's Good things are happening today. So no matter what's going on, remember to have joy. Yeah. So the holly wreath that we often see at Christmas is uh, used as a reminder of the death and the resurrection of Christ. The intertwined appearance of the wreath is a reminder of the crown of thorns Jesus wore leading up to the crucifixion. The red berries are symbolic of the blood he spilled for us at his death. And at Christmas, we... we rightly tend to focus on the birth of Christ. Um, but we've got to remember it's also very important to uh, remember the reason he came to be the perfect sacrifice for us so that we could have everlasting life with him, uh, which means him dying on the cross for us. Um, in fact, uh, you know, I, I built it for Easter, but we use it every year. I've got a cross in our front yard. And every year at Christmas, we wrap it in lights. You know, I, when I first did it, I thought, well, this is more for Easter. But but no, I mean, that's why Christ came. He, he came to die for us on the cross so that our sins would be forgiven and he would be the ultimate sacrifice in our place. So, I, I mean, we proudly light it up. I like having that reminder when I come home and I see those bright lights on in the front yard around that. So I didn't, honestly, I didn't know that about the holly. Um, but when I think about the the crown of thorns that he wore and the way that it pierced his, uh, pierced his skin, mm-hmm. that... But it makes absolute sense. And and to add, I don't know. We we research this, but it's hard to believe what you find on the internet these days, <laughs> just about anywhere. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, I've done these uh, ceremonies, if you will, at other churches, um, and I've really enjoyed them. It's probably all very accurate, and I hope it is. Um, but even if it weren't, this is something that we can all hang on to, that That's we right. can all look at and say, wow, I can look at that tree and think of God's everlasting light, life. I can look at those lights and think of the light that God shines down on us. And yeah. um, we, can, we can use all of that to, to really just bring the reason for Christmas home. That's right. And, and remember, it's not about the gifts. It's not about um, the hustle and bustle that we get mm-hmm. caught up in. Um, it's about having that peace. It's about uh, the gift that God gave for us. 
but he had to be born first to make that happen. So we celebrate his birth. That's right. That's right. And you know, just to kind of put a bow on that, that's ultimately why we do this podcast as well. Um, this is what Christmas is all about. It's all about Christ. It's all about his birth, but the reason that his birth is so important is because of the crucifixion It's because of the resurrection. That's why we do this podcast as well. We love getting on here and having conversations and talking about this stuff, especially around Christmas time. Cause it's a mm-hmm. lot of fun to talk about, but the reason we do it is because of what Jesus did for us. And because we want to share that, we want to get that word out. Um, and so, you know, if you have any questions about what that means, about, um, what we what we even mean by that the crucifixion resurrection and salvation and we use a lot of churchy words sometimes um not intentionally but because there's really not another word for it if you've got any question about that please reach out to us shoot us an email info at simplifyjesus.com you can find us on facebook whatever shoot us a note um because we don't want you to miss the reason that we celebrate christmas the reason that we um that we get together and do all of this yeah, that, that's what it's all about. Uh, that, that That's why we're here. Yep, that's it. And if you don't know Jesus, if you don't know who God is, um, ultimately, you're our audience. You're the reason that we started this because, uh, you know, remember, we started this because of all of the issues with the church that I that I found that we all know about. But it's the misconceptions. It's, you know, the church is bad, so I don't want any part of it. Right. And then we're telling the church, hey, guys, this is why people think the church is bad. We got to stop doing this stuff um, or fix this. Um, so we just want to build that gap, build that, uh, build those bridges of conversation. Um, breaking barriers through communication is our tagline right. for that reason. Um, it's not all bad. Um, so we, we want you to really see what Christmas is about from our perspective um, and know that we... It, even if you don't do it because of Jesus, um, we celebrate the same things and do the same same traditions that everybody else does. Um, we just do it for bigger reasons. That's right. That's right. So, without further ado, cue the celebration music. It is time for the outside looking, inside looking out. Woohoo! Celebrate! Um, outside looking in. You know, I wasn't sure what I was going to say about this part. And I think I talked to you about this, Matt, off air. I don't think I put it in there, but I remember as a kid decorating the house for Christmas. And again, I didn't know what it was about, um, but we had a, a glass door, a screen door. And I was uh, using that uh, spray spray snow to decorate mm-hmm. with, and I was yeah. writing words on the windows. And doing all, my, <laughs> my grandmother was letting me go crazy with it. Oh, yeah. Um, but on the front door, I think I drew a, a picture of Santa Claus. And then underneath, I wrote Merry Xmas. And I, I may have mentioned this before, I'm not sure, but I didn't, I don't even know if I knew my, my grandmother was a Christian at the time, but because they didn't talk about it very much. She told me, she said, don't write it like that. Don't take Christ out of Christmas. Um, and I was talking to somebody else recently and they had no idea that that's what that meant was that X um, was taking Christ out of Christmas, literally. So... That's what I want to make sure I'm not doing. I don't want to take Christ out of Christmas. I do, though, daily. Mm. I, I get caught up in the hustle and bustle, and I forget why we're doing all this. We're spending time you know, trying to figure out what we're going to do for gifts and uh, what are our plans and what are, our, what are we doing for food and, and mm. trying to make time at home instead of 
out running around all the time. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. My allergies are killing me. Um, but, uh, um, we, uh, we, we are constantly taking Christ out of Christmas by not remembering why we're doing the things we're doing. So we just got to be careful for that. Yeah, absolutely. And from the inside looking out, you know, Christmas decorations, they're a ton of fun to put up. It's fun to deck out the house, deck the halls, if you will. Um, it's fun family tradition to, to do all of that, but it's a good challenge for me and, and, and for, for all of us as Christians as we're putting up decorations or as you see them around to stop and think about what they, what they could mean. And, and granted, whoever put them up, you don't know if that's what they were about or not. Um, like you said earlier, the stuff you find on the internet, it may or may not be the most accurate, but that doesn't mean that it can't be a reminder for us. And so that's, that's the challenge. I'm challenging myself personally. And, and I think collectively we can do that of, remembering using the decorations around us to remember what this season is all about. Um, because if there is no Christ in Christmas then there is no Christmas, right? You know, that's that, that's what this is all about. And so just, just another, just another encouragement or reminder to, uh, like you said, keep Christ in Christmas. Yeah. Without him, it's just another party with a dead tree fire hazard in your house. <laughs> Careful, <laughs> Which, y'all. <laughs> Makes for a good bonfire, but you know. That's right. But you don't want the bonfire in your house. Not in the house. That's right. <laughs> the the traditions that I've done in the past with this have been um, extremely important to me to reflect on what Christmas is really about. So I hope that that does the same for you. And uh, again, like Matt said earlier, if you have any questions, shoot us an email. Info at SimplifyJesus.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, uh, or even on YouTube a little bit. If you don't know where all of that stuff is, you can find us at simplifyjesus.com and uh, we will get back to you. If you uh, have your own traditions, we'd love to hear about that. Uh, let us know what uh, what your traditions are. Maybe we'll incorporate some in our own lives. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm always up for more Christmas traditions. Well, thanks everybody for jumping in and we will see you again next week. 